0: The year is nineteen ninety six. I'm Dave. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte. And this is Miss Marvelous Year. Ugh Just thought of that. Very cover. Podcast and Reading Club, where we go through the history of Marvel Comics from its origins to today. Today is a variant cover episode. We're going to be talking about MCU Miss Marvel Episode One. This came out the past week. Uh, In the Reading Club, we're on 1996. We've actually just finished 1996. We're moving on to 1997. If you want to see the comics that we're reading that you can read along with us, you can see them in the show notes. Or, of course, you can go on over to patreon.com slash and get access to the full spreadsheet for as little as $1 a month and a support the show, which is greatly, greatly appreciated. As always, My Marvelous Year is backed by listeners like you. I'm joined today by two hosts you may recognize. One of them, his unrequited love for me, is the stuff of legends. It's Bruno Dean. How's it going, Bruno?
1: <laughs> oh, God, I... Whew, throw me a curveball there. Um... It's good, I uh, I hate to break it to you, but this affection that you're feeling, it's actually for your father. Um, <laughs> <I'm> mostly <laughs> interested in your dad, and that's who I'm actually courting here. I cannot
0: um, tell you, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that exact sentence. <laughs> it is, if I'm just I using had... you to get to your dad. Oh my gosh, so many! You're the times. trial run for your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people are like, "Listen, I like that you're losing your hair, Dave, but your dad lost it decades ago. That is what <laughs> I'm interested in." Um, and we're also joined today to talk Miss Marvel. She uh, received one of her grandmother's old mega and now has unexpected powers. And I bet she's really mad about it because it's not comics accurate. <laughs> Charlotte, Fierro, how's it going? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, given that my grandmother lived in the middle of Normandy, I can only guess that I have cow-based powers, uh, which is uh, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Are there any superheroes with cow
1: powers?
0: I feel like that's something Marvel have I mean, there's Becky,
2: the the vampire cow. I think. Mm, okay. From Howard
0: the There's Bat Cow yeah, bat from cow. Morrison and Burnham's Batman Incorporated. I don't. I okay. don't believe. We, we read the, the, the skill crawl. Skull. crawl.
1: Jesus, Scroll Kill Crew which are <laughs> right. like hamburger
0: powered, right? Scroll Cow, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably but the most not. prominent comics cows, I would okay. say. There's let's meat get on into those cows. this
1: episode. I let's, mean, let's there's a few cow.
0: comics
2: minotaurs, like some some bull guys? That mm-hmm. seems like um, a stretch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to compare to say they're the same as cows, but I appreciate it actually. Do you know it's you close know, enough? Half it's human, enough. half cow. Yeah. So, in Blacksmith which is a, a cool Detective Norr comic, and I, I interviewed the writer, Eric Palicki, there's a Minotaur, egg. and the Minotaur constantly is telling people, no, there's only one. I am the Minotaur. There's only one Minotaur. There can't be multiple Minotaurs. Yeah, yeah it's, like w- a, it's his name. It's not like a designation. Yeah, yeah, right. That was, that was some mythology. Yeah, I definitely guys,
2: did Guys, I can't believe we forgot about Bova.
0: Oh, oh God. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm genuinely tempted to start the podcast over Yeah, to <laughs> yeah too embarrassing Oversight, holy moly Well, that's why we have you, Charlotte um, Even though you're, I'm sure you're I, I'm glad you could come to that through the rage You must feel about <laughs> <laughs> So, because, because One yep. time you said That you kind of wished uh, America Chavez's Powers had been a little more comics accurate In Doctor Strange, I am now going <laughs> to lean Heavily into your You are going to be our, our um, Surrogate for and let's anger. make it clear yep.
1: that, that, that those powers that she wanted to be more accurate was just that the uh, the flashing lights weren't the right flashing lights. It was think, like it was just it... a different kind of.
2: Yeah she, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she wasn't punching them well enough. The I punches, think. could yeah, have yeah, been it was a different a kind, little kind of punchier. punchier.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I love it. I love it. So actually, let's start there, Miss <laughs> Marvel. A lot of ado was made about like, okay, Kamala is not going to have big, goofy, stretchy powers, which is what how her powers manifest as an Inhuman in the comic books, um, there were actually a lot of like genuinely good argument. Cause initially I was like, I do not care. Initially I was like, I do not care at all um, about the specific manifestation of these powers, but there were some genuinely really good arguments about like, okay, actually that means something for this character specifically to have really goofy powers that are gangly and strange. She's a teenage character coming into her own G Willow Wilson. The, the writer creator has made a lot of, in interviews at the time, kind of why this mattered for her identity, there were there were interesting arguments. Okay, Charlotte. Well, I mean the the main one being whoa like, whoa whoa whoa. She, I, I gotta ask. I gotta ask our super. Our well, super let's get it. Let's just get specific.
1: First. The audience. Is, her audience fine, wants fine. specificity, Dave.
0: You're right. You're right. That's what makes us I mean, us.
1: That she can turn into like a white blonde girl. That's like the big thing that I keep seeing. Right. Just to, just a point. Like make it clear is that she can. You know, like be just kind of like all the other girls that she sees and wants to be like which i forgot she
0: could do honestly that's how she like appears at the very beginning
1: it's like yeah she wakes up from getting her powers as a like white blonde girl in like like a swimsuit you know
0: in the miss in the in the classic carol danver's miss marvel you know lightning comic right 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 okay now charlotte (laughs) i think (laughs) now some (laughs) of it is
2: i mean i guess some of it is that like that a specific scene that couldn't work with the powers she has in the show but like I don't think it's that much of a problem that that specific scene can be translated. You can do have a similar idea in other ways. Um, no, I think what was disappointing is that like they give her very basic, sparkly purple powers, like whereas in the in the comics she has like a very specific set of powers that are like they they don't look pretty necessarily. They're like yeah. l- like they've said kind of awkward, awkward and weird and like yeah they're more fun they're more specific and like they i feel like there's a tendency for a lot of female characters in the mcu to have just like weird energy sparkly powers like that's scarlet witch that's kind of captain marvel that's like most powerful female characters in the mcu have that and it would have been cool to have like just she has she can stretch and fit into kind of like cartoony she can like and bigan like that's 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 her catchphrase. That's, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's a fun set of powers that like has a specificity that would have been fun to translate. And like here, I feel like she's me. I don't know. It it feels less special, I guess.
1: It's less fun for sure. Like, yeah, that, I mean that that's the bottom line for me. I'm I'm like Dave. I don't care about the comic specificity, but like watching it, it's like yeah, it's just not as fun. Like that would be a lot more fun. I I I really like. I've been trying to think like why would they do this. Right. And like the only thing I can think of is that it's too expensive for a TV show. Like that, that's the only thing I can like really think of is that they just didn't want to like, like it is expensive. That's going to be more expensive than putting, you know, kind of crystally energy stuff like on a show. And it's like it would just be too much of an ask to have her be stretchy like
0: that. Assuming TV assuming that's true. Assuming that's true. That does seem like the Occam's razor answer, which mm-hmm. is just that like, it, yeah, like it's <laughs> like it, it costs more. They choose not to do it, and I think, you know, in this instance, eh, we'll get to it. We'll get to the sort of, okay, what are the connections here about what her powers are and how she gets them, yada, yada. Okay, so, all right, I appreciate you both sharing that. I appreciate uh, you, Dave. That thought. I appreciate both of you, oh, truly. Okay. Um, let's talk, uh, let's see if we continue to appreciate each other as we back up and say what we thought of this first episode. Uh, okay, so I I watched it. It is the most excited, but also the most nervous I've been. To watch an MCU episode, probably since like Loki number one, I guess I would say, um, definitely the most nervous I've been about any of them. In the sense that I so badly wanted this show to be great, um, I so badly wanted Miss Marvel to be awesome. Like there's there's just a lot riding on it, any way you slice it. Um, in a way that there has not been really for any of these MCU shows to date. You know, I mean the first three all have the baked in familiarity of characters that we know and in some cases like <laughs> from the marvel cinematic universe movies right they all have yeah. that already going yeah, yeah, on. right the only new character introduction that we've had as a primary series lead and obviously a hawkeye you can make the case with kate bishop but as the primary series lead was moon knight um moon knight for me does not have the same sort of significance that miss marvel has had over the past decade right miss marvel kamala khan Character introduced in 2014 again by G. Willa Wilson, um, Sonia Aminat, the editor who, who worked very closely with the team, and um Adrian Alfona was the artist. This character came in and was the first. I I, I apologize if I'm about to get this wrong. I want to say Pakistani American. Um yeah. teenager mm-hmm. from uh she's from New Jersey. And that comic, if you haven't read it, is a delight. I mean, it, it I have said this repeatedly, but for my money. It captures the high school experience of Peter Parker better than anything has in, com- in Marvel Comics since 1963, okay? I feel like Marvel is perpetually trying to sort of recapture that energy, literally with Spider-Man a lot of times, you know? And, and the reality, is we've seen in the My Marvel This Year Club, is that Spider-Man experience is like, what, like 16 issues? Like <laughs> yeah, right. High it, school it barely yeah. exists. It, it, it exists in our anything, minds a exactly. lot more, yeah. Exactly, and Miss Marvel actually says, hey, let's put that back on the page. And the G. Willow Wilson run, specifically, does it amazingly, amazingly well. Kamala Khan comes in. She's one of the best new character creations of the decade. I mean, it's her and it's Miles Morales, right? Those are the those are the two that you look at and you say. And then if you just do the 2000s as a whole, it's her, it's Miles, and then maybe Jessica Jones, you know, um, right? Like, it's not a super big list, and Kamala's at the forefront of it, and it's a big deal that Marvel has a young woman, a Pakistani-American in a super visible prominent spot in their superhero universe for a lot of reasons, for reasons of representation, for reasons of diversifying their lineup, and I wanted this show to succeed for all those reasons and more and also just to live up to one of my favorite stories of the past decade, okay? All of that was riding on the show and it may, and I was getting nervous. I was especially nervous because I had a bad feeling I had a bad feeling that this show wasn't going to live up to that. The last I've been very, very cool just throughout my life, but specifically (laughs) temperature-wise on the last on the last two um, on the last two series, Moon Knight and Hawkeye. You know, very mid for me. Okay, very average. And I was like, okay, if Miss Marvel is going to be that, it's not going to live up to the expectations. And then, and then, what happens with Miss Marvel that doesn't happen with Hawkeye? And that doesn't happen with Moon Knight, um, is then you have all of the worst voices, all of the loudest, most bigoted voices saying, see, this can't work. See, this sucks. See, this is why woke Disney is a problem. And I'm saying that with all facetiousness intended, even though I can't say that word. Okay. (laughs) And it come. and so, like, that's the thing is like the, the unfortunate reality. The very unfortunate reality is, is much like women and people of color and, and um, queer individuals have to succeed in a way that is un, unimpeachable, right? They have, they have to step up and succeed in a way that is undeniable. Ms. Marvel has to do that, I think, because of, of the diversity and the ethnicity that it includes, and I actually thought the first episode did it. I actually thought the first episode was fantastic. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Okay, put a, Let me just put the pedestal down here. I'm um, just gonna get off the soapbox for a minute. And uh, okay, ready, ready to listen. I love this episode. What do both of you think?
2: Charlotte, you you can go first. Um, I I really like it. I I don't, I don't know if I I definitely don't think I love it as much as you do, Dave. Um, I, I think it was like a very fun episode of television. It does a good job like having you meet Kamala, her family, her friends, especially her family, uh, and Bruno. Um I think nah, the, the main actually, wrong. Yeah, yeah. No but <laughs> <laughs> we we will talk about Bruno. No, stop um, it. I knew it. I knew as soon as I said the word Bruno. I mean listen, whoa, whoa, every whoa. time his name is said in the episode I had we don't talk about Bruno in my head. Oh, it's God.
0: we just have to deal with it. Um <laughs> He makes no, good, think... tech. he makes a bands and he's kind of like a Ooh. Peter Pakistan. I don't know. All right, please continue. Nice. <laughs> Did you have that for of course not. <laughs> uh, did I have anything prepared, Charlotte? I never do.
2: Fair enough. Um, no, I think the the main actress uh, Iman Vellani is very good as um, as Kamala, and I like. I can't wait to see her in the rest of the show and like interacting with with other characters, which like is sure to happen. Um, I, I, it's my feeling with most of these, but like I don't like it as much as the comic. But I don't think that's like ever gonna happen. Um, but I think I think I definitely think it's a success. Um, I think like my expect not necessarily my expectations, but what I wanted from this show is like I wanted to be as good as Spider Man Homecoming, and like for now, I think it's on a good track to to be that. Sure. Um, yeah, I think it's like very enjoyable. Uh, not like I don't think I will like it as much as like Loki or WandaVision, um, but I, I think it's it's very strong. Zachary. Yeah, I probably
1: about the same, maybe even slightly less than Charlotte. But, like, it, it, the thing is, it's hit my expectations, which is, like, that I kind of thought it would be fun and cute, and it is. And then it's definitely the most, like, kid show that we've had out of all these. Yeah. So, like, that leads it, like, it leads it to be the, <laughs> one that it's too hard for me to get, like, too wrapped up in, but also one that I'm I'm having a... <laughs> Like real second hand embarrassment by people who are like the all the backlash you're talking about is like particularly embarrassing because I'm like it's like a bunch of adults who are like, Yeah, let's go review bomb uh iCarly. <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. Right. I'm like this is it's for kids. Come on. Like this is this is their most clear like this is like for teenagers, like thirteen year olds. Um, and I think it works fine. Like, I think the writing's kind of clumsy. Some of the, like, the line delivery is clumsy. The story is fine. It lacks, like, it lacks, like, a lot of specificity that even, like, the comic, which is still just a Marvel comic, like, brings. Um, and it's kind of generic in, in, like, the way that, uh, like, motivations work in it. Like, I don't really know what it's getting at with, like, it keeps telling Kamala to stop living in fantasy land, but that's, like, adults being overbearing. I'm like, I, I don't really know what that means like it's has bad there, for her has to be there a, ever a been, fan of things,
0: yeah. Well, right, like, has there ever been a more, um, what do you call it, like a, a, a bigger fan representation, <laughs> sort of commentary, meta commentary? And I don't know that it's doing this on purpose than all the all of us, all of the adults sitting in our rooms watching these Disney shows every Wednesday. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And a show saying, Stop living in fantasy land. And then a character at the end of it. Well, saying, no, except that the no, adults are like who I framed am. as being wrong, right? Like, come yeah, yeah, on. Right, get that's the... what I'm saying. They're wrong. Well, that, because I mean, because Disney wants us to like, keep watching. They can't actually say, hey, adults. Stop stop go watch being adult obsessed shows. with our stuff. Right, yeah. yeah no, yeah.
1: It, it's also very self-serving in that regard. Of the MCU itself. Um so yeah, I don't really know what that means, and I don't like her plight is just kind of one of like parents just don't understand but like it, it lacks a little bit of a specificity but i do like the parent like to me the takeaway from this is amon valani is really good and i really like her and i think like i think they lucked out and they found someone like who could be a cornerstone of the mcu for the next decade right like and this is based on one episode and even in this she has a couple like kind of bad line deliveries but i, I am kind of chalking this up to the direction more than the, um, the actors themselves. um I don't know if it was rushed or if the director in this is not particularly great with actors, but there's some real, like, Disney Channel original movie caliber jokes in line deliveries in here. Um, see, but I, then there's other I, stuff that really works. We need so. to talk
0: about that. We need to talk about the Disney Channel comparison because I've seen that levied as a criticism a lot, okay?
1: Um, really? Oh, that's interesting. That, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have not been on like online to see that. That's just something I felt watching this. I think this,
0: that's a, so. that's been a common... Sort of criticism from folks who were like, oh, "I don't get it. It's not for me. It feels like a Disney Channel thing." Um, you know what else <laughs> has real corny jokes that don't work? The MCU as a whole. Have, no. Have you all no, seen no, Doctor no, Strange: totally, Multiverse of I Madness? Totally, yeah, that has a couple like
1: corny jokes that don't land for sure. That are like cringy. The like, Aluma Woody, like that joke is an all-time bad
3: yes <laughs> joke. But uh-huh. it also has
1: a lot of jokes that land fine. No, th- this clearly has like. I mean, it's got some pretty. It needs some punching up and it needs, it needs some punching up with jokes, but it also I think it just needed more time to work on the deliveries. Like they're just not like totally natural. Like, like there are jokes that could work if they were delivered better. Um, I was just thinking this would like, um, like the direction of, uh, of joke delivery. It like matters so much that like the timing and the cadence of that is correct. Cause I was watching, um. This is such a tangent. Top hat with Gene, what's his name? Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers from 1935. Mm -hmm. There's a really bad joke in that where Fred Astaire uh, controls a runaway horse and Ginger Rogers is like, what power do you hold over this horse? And he goes, horsepower. And it's a terrible joke.
0: Huge laugh (laughs) for me. It's a great joke.
1: (laughs) Really bad joke. (laughs) <laughs> he get, he delivers it so well, and the cadence of the joke and the like the timing and the rhythm of the like back and forth there is really good, and it's surprising that that joke lands so well. So like some some of it, I think, is that more than the joke itself. I think the joke's like it's a director thing. The director is not like getting the right timing and the performances from the the kids, like especially Bruno. Bruno, I think is kind of uh, rough here. Uh, I don't know what the kid's name is. i won't I won't call out the
0: real kid. So I, um, I would actually say Bruno was the character to me who felt the most like oh like he's relatable, pressing right? like he's out white, of a CW show and feels like it doesn't quite fit everything else that is happening here. Um, yeah, a, a little sort of like Tom Holland light is what I was getting out of Bruno, and it it didn't quite fit. I this focus on joke delivery I, first off was really interesting criticism. Um, I definitely wouldn't have thought of that. I I didn't think this first episode was particularly comedic either but i also didn't really think it was trying to be so like a focus on i guess the joke it's, delivery it's not of it just wasn't joke a major it's, focus for me it's it's kind of like general tone of like actor like there's a
1: uh i think it's just like kind of a uh like in 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 the better mcu stuff or just better media in general you know like you just don't see like the gears moving and everything just kind of flows a little more carefully and like th- this, just felt a little hamfisted in the way that it was like delivering information. Like the 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 bullying and the racism stuff, I think is handled actually really well in the comic. Um, I've I've been sold on that. Like I I went back and read it, and like the way that people react to Miss Marvel in the comic is very like like concern trolling, like passive aggressive, like um oh my god, I love your headscarf. <gasps> You're not like no one's mm-hmm. making you wear it, right? Like that kind of stuff. You know, like this this microaggression kind of stuff or it's like blatant nastiness right like just full-on like teenagers being really nasty here it's confusing like a girl going like oh your name in arabic like and it's like they're just confused by seeing that there's a muslim girl in their school in jersey city like it's very uh like i I don't know it's tepid (laughs) like it doesn't really want to commit to it 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 doesn't uh yeah, I I think a lot of that—that's what I mean by like Disney Channel original movie. It feels very like, we just got to get through this. It's just kind of like, uh, you know, like signifying like, oh, she has a hard time at school. Here's some kids who are mean to her, but it doesn't like, you know, it I doesn't mean, have like sharp writing, the, and sharp performances.
0: I would say the more ham fisted example of that <laughs> was multiple montages of her playing dodgeball <laughs> in the standing in the front row and getting nailed in the face like that is <laughs> yeah. that is so so hammy Um, that, that feels yeah. very yes Uh, Disney Channel yeah. original movie if we're using that as a zinger okay so here's here's why I disagree with everything you just said I just mean a lesser
1: sitcom That that's all that means is like a slightly lesser sitcom
0: well it's also it's also a tone thing I mean when I'm talking about the CW shows you know, and I, yeah. I use that to represent a certain ham fisted teenage drama. Um, that doesn't mean I don't like it <laughs> all the time. It just means they do that a lot, right? And I think with Disney Channel sure. it's kinda like, okay, there's there's a house template here, much like there is for the MCU, BT Dubs. Okay. So yeah. he, here's why I, here's why I disagree. Um, I thought the the focus of Miss Marvel for me and what really puts this over the top and makes it I thought pretty excellent, was the story about family and Kamala's relationship with her her parents I, and her brother. Um, I thought that piece of it was done amazingly well. I am obsessed with her parents. I loved <laughs> their performances. I love the way that they're acting, whereas Kate Bishop's mom... Was the least believable, <laughs> worst mom I've I've ever seen. Like one basically. one of the
1: top five worst MCU performances from Vera Farmiga in that show. I, she's I thought a it disaster was atrocious, in that show. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, atrocious. Uh,
0: Kamala's mom. I am obsessed with. I love she's everything great, yeah. she did. She's not over. She's not overselling anything. You know. She's not playing it way too heavy like she feels like a believable mom in that scenario you the dad's heartbreak when he's so excited to be painted green yeah as the whole really like yeah. it, all of this stuff was like that really connected i thought on an emotional level and i think it is sold for my viewing <laughs> and again none of us are in high school charlotte charlotte might be actually i don't know um but <laughs> it's it sold to me <laughs> The The believability of, like, Kamala's, what, 15? S- yeah. S- going on 16, 15, right? Because she's trying to get yeah. her driver's license. You know, it's like that felt more authentically high school, more authentically teenage than anything the MCU has done by far. I don't think Spider-Man yeah. has captured <laughs> what it means to be in high school hardly at all, right? Homecoming actually has high school moments, right? We have a big dance at the end. But that movie begins with S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent Iron Man armor Peter Parker, right? They are not the same. He is not living an authentically teenage experience. We don't get a lot of his home life with Aunt May the way that we, again, that sort of, like you said, Zach, that that forever nostalgia of the first 16 issues of Lee and Ditko. That's not actually really in the Spider-Man movies. It's not a part of it. Kamal Khan's actually capturing that. So for folks who are like, I come to the MCU for adult entertainment. And this felt like it was for kids. First off, that's not why I come to the MCU for my quote unquote adult <laughs> entertainment. Okay. Um yeah. second off, it's not trying to. It's it is yeah, a show it's... for younger audiences. And I think on that level, yeah, sure. if you're not able to connect to that, it just means you've aged out of it, I think, in a lot of ways. Now th- that's yeah, not to yeah. that's not to say Okay, no criticism allowed, right? The, the the joke delivery and those sorts of things, acts I think, are genuine, very interesting criticisms, and all that stuff, I think, can be levied on it. But I, I was very impressed by by the relationships within the family. I thought, um, again, I think Aman, uh, what is it, Velani? Mm-hmm, yeah, is that yeah. correct? Um, I think yep. she's a wonder. I think finding her as Kamala Khan, her her energy, her her ability to embody. This character, because because there's a thing about Kamala that is, I think, actually very challenging, which is, okay, she's a huge Avengers fan. She is the biggest Avengers fan. And we've seen that done now in the MCU, like with Kate Bishop being a Hawkeye fan of sorts, where it was like this thing that was shoehorned in, and it doesn't really add to the story, and it's kind of cringy. Like, Kamala's that times a billion, okay? Um, but those types of moments can feel painful. To watch, and I thought there was a really nice balance here between the purposefully cringy type stuff that you're doing intentionally versus the stuff that I'm watching as a viewer, thinking, "Oh, they don't mean that to be this awkward, but it is." Everything felt intentional, um, and I think she really walks that line incredibly, incredibly well. I think the casting is is flipping brilliant. I don't know how they keep they're very good. <laughs> MCU casting is generally very, very good, especially for these lesser known individuals who come in and then yeah. perfectly embody certain characters. Um I think the most of the casting decisions that I'm mm-hmm. like wishy-washy on or but like you know Benedict Cumberbatch or somebody who's more established or whatever. Um but anyway, I thought on that level that was where Miss Marvel succeeded tremendously. I think yes, when you get to the high school scenes. It's yeah, it's not like super subtle. <laughs> okay. I don't think it has at this point incisive commentary On the sort of institutionalized racism of of well, it's not institutionalized
1: racism uh,
0: of (laughs) other kids being mean. It's not institutional
2: racism. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, right. No, it's just like it's just it's just high school bullying and awkwardness, and it's not really with the exception of that Arabic scene, which was like it it felt like it was trying, but then I don't think it. I don't think it captured that. At least, and again, I'm I'm a white guy talking about, so I don't know. Maybe there's other stuff, Um, but I, I think broadly. It, it, one of the biggest things too is like you have a, a Muslim family gathering for dinner and that shouldn't be a big deal, but it is for the most popular media vehicle in the world that hasn't ever touched that before. You know what I mean? So I think just putting that stuff on the screen and doing it well and having everyone in that family be somebody I want to hang out with and get to know more, I think that stuff's incredibly valuable. Um, and I thought it was done well, but again, like I don't, I don't know how well it like accurately captures the experience. Right, it's not my experience, but purely as a viewer, I thought that stuff was evocative of what I liked about the comic.
2: No, I I, I agree. I think like one of the things I've seen the most, and like that I thought so uh, also about while watching the show is that, and like it also goes with what you were saying about the the bullying aspect that you you don't get to see what's is she like. Uh, another student is reacting weirdly to to her having her name written in arabic but it's like it's not really bullying it's just kind of awkward and you don't get exactly what's going on um yeah like the religious aspect and like specifically how religious that her family is are very toned down from the sh- from like compared to the comics and like i've seen i i, I would encourage people to to go see uh, like people talking about that that actually are like are Muslim, are Pakistani-American that, like, could talk about it better. Like, that's that's an aspect that feels toned down from the comics and, like, as a result, stuff like the bullying will have to work differently, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, for now, just in that episode... And, and, like, in this episode, we see, like, maybe five minutes of school. Like, it's not the main part of that first episode, so maybe it will be improved or, like, more of a focus in the next episodes. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm curious and like we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But like yeah, I I really like her, her family dy- dynamics and and everything. But it's hard not to to compare it to the comics and see how I guess toned down it is or like I mean I, I, maybe it's like I seen people talk about talk about the fact that it's it feels like they're sanitizing it. I guess for it's like totally wider audience. I mean
1: I I don't. You know, like, I, I've only read two issues of the comics. I'm not even talking about, like, it's sanitized from comics. It's sanitized from life, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, okay, but, the, but the is l- it portrayal- sanitized
0: from the MCU? Like, that is what we should expect. No, the it's MCU, true. I mean, like, I This agree. is a fair I criticism agree. of the MCU, yeah. but this is the MCU. The whole no, thing of course. is you shouldn't. and sanitized. Yeah. No, you
1: know? I, no, I know. Like, of course, right? Like, I didn't walk into this being like, I hope it gets into some, like, real stuff (laughs) about what it's like to be you know a muslim american right like uh i because i mean just the mcu it's it's a it's like kind of an interesting middle ground to walk because like it's not like you want to say like oh it's the mcu like we shouldn't expect anything more from them you know like don't expect more from them or don't like don't demand more don't criticize don't not criticize them for this But at the same time like walking into this expecting that like their Muslim characters are going to have like being a Muslim in America being a transgender person is a complicated living lived experience and to like be in the MCU is to not (laughs) live with those complications right like it is not going to get into the specificity that makes those portrayals accurate so like. I think having those expectations is setting yourself up to be, like, really frustrated (laughs) about it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, especially if you're a young Muslim American, if you're, like, a young girl who's watching this and you're very frustrated about it, like, like not telling you not to be. But, like, there is an aspect of, like, you should guard yourself against this because Disney is not going to be the one to, like, you know, satisfy your uh, want for, like, good, you know, like, seeing yourself in a, a really vivid uh nuanced way um yeah because yeah, i mean clearly like the they kind of the religious aspect is kind of wiped out even even from g willow wilson's comic who again it's like it's written by a white woman but i think she does at least a more like she gets into what some is? messy stuff in that comic right like i think what i think what that is, head
0: what is written by a white woman uh
1: miss marvel g willow wilson
0: mm, no
1: she's she's oh she's a white woman <laughs> did you did you not know that She's from like the Midwest or something, Chicago.
0: I don't know. Okay, I don't want to, uh, to make—I don't want to make sweeping claims about nationality.
1: Oh no, no, she's really from she's from answer. Jersey. Uh, I don't know. Her parents were atheists who renounced Protestantism in the late '60s. I know she married an Egyptian man.
0: Uh, just but, edit uh, that out because I don't know the answer. Okay,
1: well I'll look it up, and if it's if I'm right, then I'm gonna leave it in and brag even more about it. <laughs> All right, let me put a marker here and write check if white. <laughs> Now time for a quick ad break. So next week is Father's Day. And uh, I think we're all thinking about what to get our dear old pops. And luckily, My Marvelous Year has the product for you. You ever think about your father's balls, Dave, Charlotte?
0: Not as Uh often as you might think. More often than you might think. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the options, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> to date at least, I mean I
1: think the reason I think the answer is usually no. I think people uh reflexively recoil from the thought of their fathers, father's balls. But that's because they're an unshaven mess. They're yeah. boy I mean, hair and grime and god who knows what else is down there. Right. Ballsy has you covered with the B two balls and body trimmer, uh their nut rub balls solid cologne, Mm -hmm. your father's balls will be something that you won't mind
0: envisioning every day. (laughs) (laughs) Daily. Daily now. Uh, You know what? Mm -hmm. I will say, I will say, shouts to you if you have a relationship with your father where you would feel comfortable giving them some ballsy equipment. Um, Shouts to the, the closeness and the comfort that you share. I envy it. And I admire it, and that is wonderful. Uh, but, yeah, if you go to ballwash.com slash mymarvelousyear and put in the promo code MMY, it's M-M-Y, you get 20% off your order of $50 or more. You get 20% off, you go to ballwash.com slash mymarvelousyear, put in the promo code M-M-Y. And as Zach promised, it can be a daily Reminder for you (laughs) about (laughs) look. It's for your dad, but it's also for you, right? I mean, if you really, um, if you really say that sentence, then that sentence exists.
2: (laughs) I mean, I think we we can also (laughs) say that if you if you actually don't have a great relationship with your dad, like if if you kind of a like a rocky, hairy situation, um, I think (laughs) this is a great gift too. It will it will heal your relationship. There is
0: (laughs) there is such good odds that Harry tried to give this to Norman one time and uh, and, uh, <laughs> and it was a
1: disaster. Let's just put it mildly. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, listen, it's almost biblical, right? The the washing of one's feet is an act of selfishness selflessness? Selflessness?
0: No, it's selfishness because it's a little selfish, but it's also selfless. It's a little both.
1: But also the act of shaving one's father's balls is also <laughs> Oh, so you're doing it now equal. as well?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't I'm just, just give him I'm the sure. razor,
0: <laughs> use it. <laughs>
1: I think the possibility is there, so ballsy dot com, code mmy. Yeah, yeah. So that that like that specificity obviously is not going to be here. Um, the what was I going to say? Yeah, you're right about the religious aspect, but but again, like, I, I think getting too like twisted about this, it, it, it's hard for me to get like I like this fine, but I also like again, it, it is the most like kids show that they've done. So like, yeah, um, yeah, it's hard to get too mad or too like positive about this like i had a fun time i'm looking forward to the next five episodes uh i'm excited that amon valani is here like in the mcu um, like she are they already shot the marvels the marvels are already done and is in post-production so like i'm glad that she's going to be in that movie i'm looking forward to seeing her like enter the mcu proper right um yeah 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 so like fun time like i, I had a good time with this my criticisms are all like pretty minor <laughs> A critic, kind of a criticism, but also like mostly that I think it's funny is when she goes to the um, she goes to AvengerCon and she's in her costume at the costume show and she like her powers start exploding out for the first time. She's out of control with them and she starts this like um, what the 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 uh, oh, what's the name like a mouse trap of Ant Man's the huge helmet falls and rolls across I the floor. The machine. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I, that's what I was trying to think of. Um, there's a shot here <laughs> where, like, the helmet keeps rolling in the editing. And, like, they, I saw it in an interview where they were like, we didn't actually plan any of that. And we kind of just, like, came up with it in the moment. And it was, like, you know, it was just spontaneous. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of shows. <laughs> because the, like, every time they cut back to Ant-Man's helmet... It's rolling faster somehow, like it's gaining momentum as yeah, <laughs> yeah. it rolls across the floor, and then all of a sudden it hits Thor's hammer, this huge hammer that starts swinging across with this like this big weight to it. It's swinging across and it's swinging at uh, Miss Marvel's Kamala's uh, bully, I guess, Zoe, who's also yeah. there. Yep, Zoe. And it's swinging towards her. We get all these shots. It's coming towards her. It's getting faster and faster. It's moving at like 30 miles an hour. And, you know, I'm like, oh, Kamala's going to jump and get her out of the way. No, and it slams into her. <laughs> it slams her against the wall. I had the feeling that I was watching like a Final Destination kill <laughs> in it. Yeah. I, <laughs> but like it was going to end with her getting splattered against the wall. Like the weight of this hammer. And then it's, it's mostly preposterous her it's that, like, that
0: she survived that. I mean, she's truly. just like, whoa. And she's fine.
1: And <laughs> the like danger is that she's going to. F-
2: <laughs> no, it's
1: wild. It's 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 very unintentionally funny.
0: I mean, it's uh, like
2: it's Tom and Jerry physics. Like, <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't think the unintentionality of the humor there is. I mean, it's, it's well, super it is, slapstick. I don't think that's yeah, like. I, I don't so. think we can sit yeah. here and say that's super unintentional. Like they, like these, you know, creators have never thought about this stuff before. I mean, you know what? Is actually the wildest thing about Avengers Con to me is that it started at 7 p.m. Like, what is this con that begins in the late evening? Like, that is, we're approaching yeah, bedtime, that's very strange. and why on earth is this thing is starting at 7 p.m.? I thought that was incredibly, Well, incredibly
1: it's, it's, weird. Kind of, it's part of the, like, I think it's part of the them wanting to kind of push away the religious aspect to, like, Kamala's, the tension with Kamala's parents, right? Because in the comics, it's much more like, she's going to a party, you're going out with boys, and you're drinking, and there's a, you know, um, double standard for her and her brother, who, you know, men can, like, men are to be trusted, women are not. And she's just going to a party where, like, she can't be trusted to not be, like, despoiled by, you know, the boys there, right? So, like, here, that's why it's mixed up with this, like, yeah, you have to stop being a fan, (laughs) Kamala. And, you know, it means that, well, she's explaining to her parents, you know, like, they think she's going to a party. And you're just like, just tell them, no, it's a big public event with, like, many, many people run by a corporation, right? Like, she's not going to some kind of, like, back alley party. So I I think that's where some of the confusion comes in.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess I did think they talked about like, they know that cause they dress up dad as Hulk. Um, yeah. you know, they, they kind of have a sense of what it is, but the mom reframes it, I think in ways that are concerning. Um, I mean, getting back to your kind of the earlier point you made about like, listen, guard yourself and, and don't have your expectations be that the MCU is going to be the most incisive commentary on difficult subject matters. Um, I think that's true. It's definitely, it doesn't mean absolve them from criticism and ask that they do better, you know, but I do think like something like in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is a mess of a show, but that's what, that's what made for me like those Carl Lumbly, Isaiah Bradley moments, such a revelation in that they were actually putting on the screen, the conversations from truth, red, white, and black, you know, um, about what it is to be African American and the way the, the nation can fail you. And those just all the complexity of that. Like, listen, it's, I don't, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to walk the line between not giving them too much credit for actually doing the thing, but then also <laughs> simultaneously giving them credit for presenting ideas on complex issues in a way that like people might not have ever thought about before. Like, you know, if if you come to it as somebody who has thought about it a lot or has lived that experience, it might be woefully underdeveloped. Um, but again, like the, the, you cannot quite comprehend the massiveness of the audience, I think, and, and how many people have totally, totally different guarded or conservative or, or sheltered experiences, and including myself in that number, on a lot of subject matters, right? There's a ton I don't know. Um, but I think, like, just putting some of this stuff on the screen, I, it, it's, that, it's just a perpetual balance of, like, well, I don't want to give them an award for this, but it does kind of matter. And it does kind of mean something, and it's it, and I don't know. I think something like Ms. Marvel, you can see like, okay, it's upsetting the, you know, the the American Christian mom society or whatever who's putting out petitions about banning the show because it's not a Christian hero. You know what I mean? Like it's you can kind of tell sometimes by well who's getting mad about this, and mm-hmm. and that kind of gives yeah. you a sense about okay this is this is pushing some buttons. Um, and I, I think mean, Marvel just, does just that somewhat a, inherently, but I don't literally again, just I don't want to give white, them a medal for it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, Cap, say, Cap Captain Marvel is
1: about a white woman and it got the most furor. Like people are still mad about that movie. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's releases. it's, so, it's like, crazy.
0: Like, but it is like I just yeah. think people don't. <sighs> Society sucks. <laughs> There's a lot of it. And it does kind of matter when when Marvel pushes against that in the ways that it is capable of, which are limited okay which are limited on the screen
1: i you know i just uh, i can't connect to that idea that society sucks because i'm not on twitter anymore so i don't really see that Uh, (laughs) i'm just like i'm so disconnected from that and there's no bad
0: news outside of twitter that must be
1: nice yeah i don't know like is society Uh good anymore bad who knows i just you know i'm just here whittling in my home (laughs) Um, would you say that
0: you even live in society anymore yeah uh
1: no no i don't think so i think i'm totally totally (laughs) off the... the grid
2: there's a subtitle for Joker 2. He doesn't
1: live in society anymore.
2: <laughs> um, by by
1: by the way, I looked it up. G Willow Wilson is white. I am I am correct. Uh, she's a white woman. Okay. Uh, I just found many many news articles talking about her as like as a white woman growing up. Uh, okay. In, okay. Going to college. Yeah.
0: Then go for it. All right. Yeah. So uh, I, I think yeah, I mean, definitely it, I definitely was higher on this than both of you. Um, again, yeah. it's a first episode. I I mean I think one of the Again, a lot of this for me was just like low expectations, pleasantly surprised. And that's, that mm-hmm. is how I want to be entering all of the MCU and Disney Plus, frankly, from now on. Um, because every time I've entered with, with the exception of WandaVision, every time I've entered with high expectations, uh, I've been disappointed, you know, which is, you know, kind of how this goes. I don't yeah. have a great feel about where this goes. Like, I don't have a great feel about, like, are there even six episodes here? Um, beyond well we don't kickoff. even know
1: like there's no villain here there's no threat yet right And i'm right. sure they'll have to do something like that coming up um, but I,
0: but i do threat. think as i'm, Maybe I'm really sick of origin stories like yeah. i'm i just i'm so done with it but i didn't feel that at all in this first episode mm-hmm. which to me says this was pretty good in that well, i wasn't I mean, she is, bothered she is about it being fresh, an origin story
1: it is cool like i mean like diversity and representation are important also but like it is also just nice getting a new story right like that's that's a big part of it too is like you know the the part that idiots also miss when they get fussy about this is just like yeah let's just get another like 15 year old white boy who lives in new york city who gets superpowers and i'm like yeah i've seen that a lot <laughs> right mm-hmm. so like she she's just a new perspective it's you know it, it brings variety and uh it's just something new to see so like yeah yeah she's just good coming, for storytelling I, I mean i think can't, can't like even when her acting is not quite up to snuff in this, which, like, it's mixed. Like, sometimes she's really good, and I think sometimes she has a few iffy moments. Um, she's just very charming. And, like, and she's kind of charming outside of the show, too. Have you seen that clip of her on the red carpet, like, being interviewed by Variety?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where Yeah, she's great. Oh, my God.
1: Where They're just like, it's your first thing. Look at your dress. You look beautiful. Like, it's it's your first red carpet. What do you think? And she's just like, brain empty no thoughts <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's so funny um also her letterboxd account is really funny she stopped posting on it once she got cast um but she's got really good taste in movies it's really funny uh, following her on letterboxd I she only it. gave two stars to captain marvel <laughs> which i think is really funny that's great um that's yeah. great
0: okay so actually it, let's talk it, then about so as as that carries over to her character So, like, Kamala is, like, obsessed with superheroes, right? But she's always making these videos, basically. Like, she's making animations and doing fanfic-type stories about these heroes. I thought the visual aspects of that carrying over into the show were really great. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about... There's a lot of talk about this being gray and stale and... MCU being very templatized uh this broke out of that in some fun ways with you know yeah. her animations following her throughout the city and just those little visual cues and ticks that connects to the character connects to the story it was a good looking like i don't know that's the thing too where people are like oh it's a disney channel original it's a good looking disney channel original <laughs> you know sure. and i, and I, I think the irony too of tone, that is like but, name yeah. like you cannot name somebody my age and probably this continues who like didn't have like if somebody says johnny tsunami in a bar like seventy, oh, my white hand, guys my are hand stand immediately up be like, just,
1: yeah, <laughs> you know, my middle three fingers, Dave, just curled in instinctively, and it's my hand started shaking left to right. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly, yeah.
2: right? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs>
0: exactly, Charlotte. <laughs> you don't know, Charlotte. What's I, your favorite, I, I... uh, like, like corny sort of like teenage, young adult, like kind of like kids movie? Like, do you have some
2: Percy Jackson? I don't even Percy. look. I, I didn't watch that many when I was a kid. Mm. Like, uh, my my parents made me watch like kind of older stuff uh, or like Disney animated movies. I don't know what's the, like it and like stuff like high school musical. I've watched with my friends as like as a 20 year old. Okay. Um, so I don't know. The <laughs> the Asterix movies are very bad, but very fun. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> which yeah, I, I kind of okay. wanted to
0: see one of those. Asterix. Yeah, couldn't I, couldn't I, have I, had I, a more uh, French answer. Appreciate it.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> Night, uh, it's not it's not that, but like Night at the Museum. Oh, yeah. You're that weirdly that
1: obsessed with those movies. It's really funny. I
2: really mean, like Night at the Museum. I liked, like the, I first the first two are one. very good. Yeah. 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 You know,
1: I although like... People your age really like those movies for some reason. It it is funny. Like we have a couple of people in the Slack, and Night at the Museum comes up, which I saw, and I was like, yeah, that movie's fine. That's cute. It's about it's about when they hit, you know. Stuff yeah, I guess right time. I guess that's yeah that's so um, yeah. People like those movies.
0: And for me, Miss Marvel episode one, as a thirty four year old, hit, hit at the right, right time, at the, <laughs>
1: just at the right time, <laughs> hit it exactly. Yeah, the right I to-
0: totally agree about all
1: those all the little you know flourishes um, with her drawings, like entering the world. I will say, if I put on a production of that quality like the video we see of her doing at the like doing endgame right but through her little cutouts and stuff if she like edited those and put them on youtube and i got eight views for doing something like that i'd be pissed i'd quit I'd quit doing it. I'd quit the fandom oh, this... entirely or I'd become really
0: toxic. Well, let me tell fandom. you, if you do that, that is what you will get.
3: <laughs>
2: because <laughs> when you are, and like, there's when a, you are 15 a, and you a have no million audience. accounts like that on Twitter,
0: on YouTube like yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's that's the thing.
0: And that I honestly well. I really love that about it. I love that detail because it just shows like this is just pure fandom obsession. Right? This is not, yeah. hey, I'm working my side hustle job and uh and I need some attention on this to make it worth it. She just does it and she just I does hope, it I hope by it. the
1: end of the show she gets slapped down for that and realizes that she shouldn't be a fan of things because honestly the like unabashed term. there there is there is a, a degree where like I am salty about that because it is the MCU like self-worshipping <laughs> that like it, it's just because of that like corporate that corporate ouroboros the uh, the snake we know all
2: too well I um, mean <sighs> stop <laughs> um, um i thing, hope like there's on. something like that maybe not in the show but in the marvels because like some of my favorite interactions between K- kamala and carol Denvers in the comics is like kamala's telling to carol you're messing up like you're you're, you're not doing the right thing like you're... i hope we see something like that yeah and
1: the... I, I i generally actually kind of like that dynamic like comedy dynamic of yeah Like one hero being a big like fanboy of the other hero. I think that's kinda funny. It's just literally with the MCU, you know, like playing with our nostalgia of the movies in their own movies is it's you know, that that stuff is starting to get a little dire to me.
2: I do really like that. I think the show does a great job with Avengers Con especially of making you feel like this is a world full of heroes even outside of the Avengers like mm-hmm. they talk about Scott Lang having a podcast and that's how mm-hmm. people know about the battle. That's, a funny of, uh, detail. Yeah. For, that's very fun. I actually felt like actually, a crucial just,
0: detail. I love that because it's like I, I've been wondering like how do people know all this stuff about yeah. what happened. I like uh, that. So
2: many Drax cosplayers
0: at Avengers Con yeah
2: well it's an easy <laughs> right. one
1: to to wear if you're if you're buff and you want to go shirtless but, yeah but
0: how many people would have seen drax right these are the questions i have <laughs> like, like under what circumstances? <laughs> let's get into that
1: part yeah yeah <laughs> the the um yeah i mean even her knowing like has guardian stuff like she talks about you know all the asgardians and like is into the asgardian myths and stuff like how does that information disseminate i guess that's kind of interesting
0: right i guess it's all yeah. scott's podcast which uh which i don't mind having out in the world um, okay, yeah, so this was pretty clearly the best first episode since I watched Moon Knight with the sound off. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it's good. Like, it's uh, I, I to me, it's like it's uh, about Hawkeye, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, which is like, oh, yeah, that's a, fun. That's I'll such a
2: dig. dig. Yeah, that's slower than I thought. Like, you're you're but, very that, well, you're very backhandedly,
0: savagely critiquing this show. I mean, these. Like, do you do you realize like a,
2: that or no? Like you clearly, yeah, didn't I, like I don't much. know.
1: I mean, like I I, I want it, it is weird being the like the one who's like it, it. Honestly, it's just because I can't like I don't take these that seriously. So when something is like a 6.5 out of 10, 7 out of 10, maybe like I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm happy with that. That's OK. No, I know. Like, I'll, like I'll, you've I'll been
0: watch. you've been way higher on the MCU than the both of us over the past a handful of months but i don't think i i don't know this if is I the lowest right? you like, <laughs> on it
1: i think. It, it's like where my 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 ceiling is so much higher overall but like i'm enjoying these sh- shows and movies i i, I don't know like it, it's it feels like uh sometimes i might be defending them more but i think it's just because like my expectations of these needing to be so good is lower so like as long as they're like a good time and i kind of you know I enjoy myself mildly for 40 minutes, I'm, like, okay with that. Like, that's that my expectation. Because, like, I just have... I watch a lot of other stuff that is not this kind of, like, big, bombastic, kind of dumb blockbuster stuff. So, yeah. like, this this doesn't... It doesn't feel like I need this to be, like, everything doesn't need to be the best, like, superhero media. Or, you know, like, action franchise media. Sure, sure. Me. So but, like,
0: like, you were, you know, much higher on Moon Knight. The, Yes. Uh, yeah. Locals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but even much higher from this is not like that much higher. <laughs> I'm know? just saying like, if you're ranking, if
0: yeah. you're ranking Miss Marvel with Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Hawkeye, you're ranking it at the bottom.
1: Which to me is like there's two tiers of the MCU. There's like Moon Knight, Wandavision, and Loki, which is like upper tier, and then there's the slightly lower tier of Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, Loki in this show, and then there's What If that I didn't even finish because What If I actively dislike. Yeah, that's kind of yep. kind of its own thing,
0: Charlotte. Wh- yeah, that's, that's only one episode, but kind of where do you where do you think it stands? Where, where do you think the potential is for it to kind of be in the in the MCU and Disney Plus scheme? Uh,
2: for, for now, <sighs> hmm. I think I feel about it, about the first episode, the same way I did about the first episode of Hokai, which, which is not the same way I felt about the entirety of Hokai. Like, I, I am hopeful. Um, like, I'm not as taken as I was by the beginning of Vision, Loki and Moon Knight, but I am interested and I, I have hope that it will be better than Hawkeye. Um Yeah, I mean, honestly, the closest comparison is the one I made before with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, sure. that's, that's basically what I'm hoping um yeah i i think it would be fun either way um but uh yeah
0: yeah okay okay yeah i mean i i definitely was was very very pleasantly surprised by this i thought it was great um we didn't mention but like so kamala in this like so the way the powers actually do manifest is like she gets these bands and there's the possibility oh yeah, oh, yeah. This that is kind they're of gonna be like cosmic Cree <laughs> nega bands because basically they give her it's like they kind of give her like the stretchy powers but with sparkle you know cosmic energy it's i mean it's green lantern right like the, it's very Green Lantern. Yeah, it's just yeah. energy beams. You can kind of create whatever you want type stuff. She's gonna figure out how to use that, and we know at the very end of this, the mid credit scene, like okay, she's being watched by, um, oh, crap, who are they? The called? guy from that the creepy way home? guy from Succession. Yeah, yeah, but what are they a part of? Yeah, oh, damage control. Uh, damage I control. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're. Oh,
2: I thought it was just like the because he was from the FBI or something in The Way Home. That guy, right? The I thought they control, called him Damage sure. Control like, in that. Maybe. Am I wrong? Because
0: it's a it's not what damage damage control control. usually is, right? Um as the kind of construction crew, but I think it's I think maybe the MCU is repurposing it. I
2: I, I've seen criticism about that and I I agree. Like when she first gets her powers, like there's a a vision of her like sliding into some weird plane dimension with like a lot of people behind. And like which looks kind of a lot like the ancestral plane from Black Panther and it's not great if they tie every non-white character to some kind of I don't get that. that 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 feels
1: like a criticism that just pops up because people are like these are connections so that means it's bad i also black panther doesn't get his powers from his ancestors he gets them from a fruit <laughs> like it doesn't I, I don't know i i have heard that thor gets his powers from his ancestors like th- that criticism feels very like people like like a criticism in search of a problem instead of you know the other way around like but I, I don't like get that, a very it all...
2: similar look to it. like the, the way it is sure yeah short, i mean like yeah. shown on the yeah maybe maybe shown like visually the rule it has yeah i thought I, I guess so i did not
1: like make that i think it's interesting I,
0: I sort of thought it was um doing the negative zone you know kind of idea where when captain Marvel. Puts on his bands you know. Rick Jones gets sent to the negative zone. Oh, and, th- and good riddance, right? <laughs> okay, here's how Miss Marvel
1: can go top tier for me. Episode oh, two. she shares a body
0: with Rick. I'm in she, her,
1: We replace Miss Marvel Kamala Khan with Rick Jones for the rest of the series. That's <laughs> how you get. That's how you get me. Put a white boy in there. <laughs> get Miss Rick Jones. Rick Jones, Jones in there. Marvel. No, I I think it's it, like. I mean, we—I don't know—is it a spoiler to say how she gets her powers in the the comic? Like uh, it's in the first? No,
0: because they're not doing it.
2: <laughs> I don't. think. Oh, no, like oh, for the comic. Let's say yeah, I this show is very bad because it doesn't have the full cast of ABC's Inhumans coming in and giving her her powers. <laughs> I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. The way the way that she
1: gets her powers in the comic is clearly not going to happen here. We, we know they had Anson Mountain Mounts number.
0: number. He's in Multiverse t- of Madness. I, we I know, know he yeah. was on Speed Dial. Right. What on earth are they doing? Not making her an Inhuman.
1: Uh, Tying her powers into her, like, you know, her family and her, like, Pakistani relatives, I think it's totally fine. Yeah, I, I thought mean, that kind of made sense. I think it's okay. I mean, here's and, the and thing. I think
0: Literally nobody, nobody is genuinely bothered about her not being an inhuman. I don't think. You can, you can <laughs> oh, be no. bothered I mean, by what that represents and how that manifested in the better comic, which, again, comics are always better. Comics are always better. Okay, literally every time. Except for the um, except
1: for Doctor Strange, because Multiverse of Madness. Is there a comic as good as Doctor Strange comic as good as that? I mean that uh, that one we just read is yeah. pretty good, but yeah, there are I don't, I
0: don't Doctor I Strange know. comics are better than Doctor Strange movies, and I don't think it's close.
1: Mm? I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. Anyway, yeah, no, I I think our powers are fine. Here here's my thought. I just had this thought like yesterday. <laughs> Which is, what if at the end of this, they finally, like, her powers manifest and she becomes stretchy? Like, at the very, very end of this. And everyone's, like, anger and fury they had, like, built into this where they just were like, well, we can't afford to do it to the show. So we'll just have it come out at the very end. And then, you know, yeah. she'll have it moving forward in the movie. movies. I mean, I feel like that's, that's, very that likely. that's definitely a possibility. That would be so funny. <laughs>
0: if all this was some kind of happens all the time that happens all the time where people get furious about something and then it's like uh actually that's happening we just didn't want to spoil it um but but thanks for your anger (laughs) and then no one apologizes right that's super common and i'm not just talking about the mcu so i yeah like i would put money on that i would i would absolutely bet on those odds that by the end of this she like internalizes the cosmic energy or whatever and that's how her powers manifest going forward um It would be very funny if that's what. That would be. That would be. Honestly, that be, and and I think I would appreciate that. Not again, not because I understand the nuance of the the you know sort of the relevance of these power sets, but because again, I just think visually and kinetically it'd be super fun. And the thing we kind of bypassed the beginning is like, you know, one of the critiques is like, oh, that's Reed Richards and he has stretchy powers. It's like a lot of a lot of characters have stretchy powers. DC has Plastic Man and the Elongated Man, and they're doing fine. You can have multiples, Mm -hmm. and the way it manifests for Kamala is very different than Reed. Like, Kamal's a teenager. She uses her powers differently. She's oftentimes more of a giant man. Like, how often do you see a Reed stomping around the city looking like a giant? You know or, what I mean? Like, you never see that stuff Mr. Fantastic. Right?
1: Like, she uses it to get teeny tiny sometimes, right? Like... That's something you don't see from Richard, Reed Richards. You don't see him getting, you know. I keep calling him Richards like Dr. Doom
0: would. You <laughs> That's do see, you don't see you do Richards, Richards, Richards do. turn himself into a human dinosaur hybrid and it's the most Cronenberg visual in the entirety of Marvel <laughs> Comics.
1: Oh, you know what? Char- Charlotte, I I don't know if you've read this far in the Ultimate Universe. Have you read the whole Ultimate Universe date? I can't remember. Are
0: you asking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh which comics? Wh- which ones? The like the um who,
2: oh the ultimate God, stuff after josh Phil-
1: philcove philkov ultimate stuff at the end the like no, I, kang I the conqueror yeah okay um they do some stuff with the maker there that is incredibly gross his body the way that his body uh morphs and is just like gooey and dripping off of him at all times and he even makes two versions of himself so he can have like two men working at once and they speak to one another uh so they do some real gross Reed richard stuff in that comic um, Reed Richards Eventually. can be gross in
0: fun ways yeah. and yeah. Kamala can be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> it's, they manifest totally differently. So I have absolutely no problem with that either. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I won't be shocked if that happens. I guess at this point it seems. I guess because Feige was out there doing damage control on it, it makes me think they, they don't actually do that. Not the mm-hmm. more I think about yeah. it, you know, the fact that he felt no, clearly felt like, well, people are mad enough about this that I better get out ahead of it and defend it. Um, That'd be a pretty good feint if they do do it anyway. That would be a pretty good I don't feint think
1: out. it would be a good feint because it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun to not have those powers for a long time. It would, you know, I, I don't know. Like, un- unless they do something interesting with it that, like, there's a real good reason for it by the end. But, um, yeah, yeah whatever. All right. Any uh,
0: any final thoughts? Yeah. Any final things we didn't cover? Uh,
1: nope. I
2: think we talked about the show a
0: Did lot. Did we talk about <laughs> Bruno enough? Yeah.
2: No, he's
1: a stinker. I mean, there's
2: not much to say about Bruno <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a little stinker. Um, I don't know that we need to talk about Bruno. <laughs> I can't wait to see if
1: that they kiss. That's the the, the will they yeah. won't they of oh this episode God. was just overwhelming me.
2: <laughs> yeah, she. I mean, honestly, she. I don't like that idea, but she almost had more uh, chemistry with like the, the the bully character. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that.
0: When they stop and look at each other on the street, They're just
2: looking at each other and she doesn't know how to to react to, like, how to talk to her. That felt more like some awkward teen, like, flirting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, yeah, right. It's
1: like, I'm I'm bullying you racistly, uh, but it's because I really have a crush on you.
2: No, like... (laughs) That's why I said I didn't actually like that, but... (laughs) Just, like, in the acting, that felt like... There yeah, was that, that other girl's really Luna. bad,
1: too. I don't, I don't know. Whoever plays Zoe, she's also... Uh, well,
0: we pretty... probably should have led with this, Zach, but you famously despise and resent child actors. Child actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You pretty If yeah, they're underage, you've got a big vendetta against them. <laughs> Who did they think they are getting on your screen and delivering <laughs> lines? I've never seen... And people don't know this, and I hate to dox you like this, but mm-hmm. you do actually work... As like just a really mean whiplash esque mentor for child actors, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't you don't, you've your success rate is is zero percent, you know. And it's it's it sounds bad when you put it that way, but your brutality rate is a hundred percent. It's one of the it's
1: the job where if you need a child actor to cry uh, during a scene, yeah, you have to make them just start crying and then make them act as they're crying. And you know the director doesn't want to do that. The parents don't want to do that. So they bring me in, and I tell them, "You're no good. You're never be. You'll never, you'll never be good." <laughs> I'm drunk. Usually, when I'm doing. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> super I'm drunk is the thing. <laughs> they and bring me I in. They get can, me loaded. I yell at the kids
2: Zach until is they cry. the reason why we are at our third Cassie Lang actress in the MCU. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You're never gonna stack up to that little girl at the beginning
1: of Hawkeye because she. Was oh no! Was that just Kate, uh, no no? It was a different little girl. And then
0: right? you you go on these tangents in the middle of your slurred <laughs> yeah. rants. These kids
1: don't know how to handle it. I was just thinking there there is a little kid who's really good in the MCU. Um, I can't remember. It's really just that Cass, Morgan Stock? Cassie Cassie. She's just I can't believe you brought it up. I'm this is going to ruin my day. I'm going to be stewing about. <laughs> Cassie Lang all day long. Oh my gosh, I believe it. I believe that's
0: it. Cool. Well, next week we'll be stewing on Stewie from Succession as Damage Control comes in. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's oh, his yeah. name. Yep. yep. Stewie and uh, that's on what I Stewie.
2: want. From... <laughs> that's really I d- that's what I want from the Disney Plus show is just to to cast every Succession actor.
0: That's oh, we'll the get other. there. There, all the Succession actors are having their moment. I just saw Tom. In uh, this spy movie on Netflix, uh, Operation Mincemeat. Oh uh, yeah, I just saw Roman. Oh yeah, that's him having on, his uh, moment for sure. No <laughs> sudden moves. Uh, the the Sutterberg movie on HBO. That was actually really good. Although Roman was just being Roman, which was kind of a kind of a bust. So I
1: mean, Jeremy Strong had a career before Succession. I think it's big. Like he was in a bunch of pretty notable movies. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be um, interesting to see them all get their shots for the first time. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for Brian Cox to friend no, I'm so barely- finally
2: <laughs> get a career.
0: I mean, Brian Cox. Let's I wonder look. what Brian... I it, I wa- I, I'm glad I think to see Brian finally Cox get his Brian first Cox at a, yeah. <laughs> <in> the 60s <laughs> and 70s. Uh, I, I
1: can't wait for him to get his first film role.
0: You know, um, you know. actually, speaking of Brian yep. Cox, most underrated villain in the history of superhero movies. The big BC. That's true. I think I think it's inarguably true. He's the most who underrated, he? Who he? most successful. X-Men 2. He's Reverend William Oh, yeah. I guess not a reverend, but... Yeah, no,
1: he's great. I mean, he's he's an incredible actor, obviously. I love yeah. he, his response to that Jeremy Strong profile, where, you know, Jeremy Strong's going very uh, method.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is Brian Cox kind of being like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just show up and I act. I don't think about it too much. And like him being kind of exasperated Have you <laughs> by that. Ha- have
0: either of you <laughs> seen the McDonald's commercials that he does voiceover for? Who, mm-hmm. Jeremy Strong or Brian Cox? Uh, b- b- <laughs> uh, Brian Cox. I think, it's, okay. I think no. it's Brian Cox. It sounds exactly like him. He's doing, like, just kind of hushed McDonald's voiceover. And it's so weird that it doesn't end with him just being like, F*** off! Like <laughs> of the, the of commercial. It'd be so much better. No, I, gotta, I can't believe That I does so sound fun, but stuff.
2: I also just want Jeremy Strong to go full method for a McDonald's commercial.
0: <laughs> so if Jeremy oh. Strong was cast in the MCU who would it be and what what dangerous occupation would it lead him to uh to take up the
1: the immortal hulk he would be the uh, the minotaur guy i think oh damien alger
0: good oh that's um, really Rocks-
1: good roxon yeah i think he, i mean just he's he's very good as like a slimy corporate guy you know it's like those are the roles he plays
0: genuinely like, concerned about the
1: I... number of people he'd try to eat in half <laughs> <laughs> yeah and him him <laughs> ramping that up to be really nasty hey uh just I, just as another aside here did you know namor just got cast for the new black panther movie later this oh year? he had cast like a year ago yeah I uh, yeah i just found there. that out like confirmed we're getting a namor later this year isn't it that, wow. yeah
0: that's black, you, black oh, panther both... 2 feels like it's somehow a million years away because it's like how can that movie even be but yeah we'll have atlantis yeah so november
1: yeah five months from now <laughs> it's uh yeah that's pretty wild uh no idea i had no idea what this movie is gonna be like still no. it will be uh oh and michaela cole is gonna be in it from i may destroy you Ooh, all right i'm on board i'm gonna watch it now <laughs> 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 that, was, that was the thing that got me to watch it yeah 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 a- anyway sorry i just found that out about uh namor and i was like very very surprised
0: it makes sense i'm here for it okay you know so who would,
1: you, wait wait one more thing have you ever seen uh, a fred astaire movie uh
0: no but i have been watching a lot of old movies lately
1: I saw the melted Falcon head. for
0: the first time. Oh, really? Oh, great movie. Um, I fell asleep, His head is good.
1: perfectly shaped to be Namor. He's like one <laughs> of the only people I've ever <laughs> seen who has that, like, he's got the triangular head, like the top of his head. It flares out, and then his he comes to this perfect point, like a very, very
0: thin, oh narrow my gosh. chin. What if every time Namor jumped out of the water and was on land, he just danced the whole time? What if yeah. every Let's time Laymore set foot back. on the ground, he was just busting Fred Astaire moves? How cool would that be? It would be very cool. Just I... me, just me. God, I know. You know what? <laughs> I mean, how many years will it be before
1: like the MCU gets in on the? Oh no, they already tried with the Eternals. I was gonna say the RRR, you know, like hotness with the like Bollywood dance scenes. Um, but they already did a really. Kind of lame bollywood dancing in the done it. <laughs> Within and the it was last and year. it was absolutely lifeless and uh yeah pretty pretty dull. Have you seen Our
0: Forgotten Happen until you mentioned that. I I've seen the clips of the dances. Oh, I haven't bo- seen the, the oh,
1: you got to watch the whole I mean don't watch clips. People listening to this don't watch clips because you won't be surprised at the incredible moments from that film. Uh we just watched that on Netflix the other night and it is an experience. It's uh, it's really worth <laughs> really worth watching.
0: I may do that. I may yeah, just do yeah.
1: that. All right. Uh, okay. So that's it. I'm done talking about Miss Marvel. Let's go. Okay. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's We're how I'm going to end right these there. episodes from now <laughs> yeah. on. That's it. Great I'm ending. done talking.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, you can find support for the show over at patreon.com. slash my Year. You can find music for the show via Disaster Peace. I'm Dave. You can find my stuff at Comic Book Herald. You can find coverage for the show by Charlotte over at my Year on Twitter. But you can't find Zach. He doesn't live there anymore.
1: Mm-mm. I'm in the Thanks Slack. Uh, yeah,
0: arguing. He's in the Slack. He's in the MMY Slack, which again you can find via our Patreon. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been a rousing debate about Miss mm-hmm. Marvel. One of us loves it. Two of us hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as a, I would give it, I would give it actually a four point seven lightning bolts out of five point two. Wow,
1: that's yeah. a, that's a Ooh.
0: lot. I was really high on it. Um, I'd give it. 3
1: smooches from Bruno out
0: of 5. Ugh. That's like the worst <laughs> I, on, on
1: Kamala's on Kamala's dad's uh bald forehead.
0: Yeah, fair.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh what's the name of the 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 guys with the like bull chains and uh and uh the the four The wrecking crew? Guys. Yeah. I I'd give it 3 3 guys of the wrecking crew. Okay, That's you know what? If they, they want to bring
1: this show up to a perfect 10 out of 10 for I me, mean, they will gosh, bring in the yes. wrecking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Honestly like I oh, want
2: God. this, like, more than any other show, I want this to be the show of, of like, just the superhero going across the city and fighting rando-weirdo villains. Like, s- give me Stiltman, give me The Wrecking Crew, give me, I don't even know, give me Big Wheel. Like, th- that's what I want from <laughs> this This is
0: show. literally the, the best crew. idea I've it's ever heard. Show. I've never heard a better <laughs> idea than what you just described.
1: Yeah, they don't, they don't really find good ways of slotting in these little mini-supervillains uh, very often. I, I don't no. know. It's, I it's mean, weird because it's like the are you MCU saving?
2: doesn't do the like basic superhero against random supervillain stuff. Yeah, like, not, not often. Because that's like everywhere in comics, and that's basically no like. There's like a few scenes in Spider-Man, barely. Yeah, like
0: that. That's it. Yeah, the Wrecking Crew would be flipping perfect for this. Yeah, show. Mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. All right, you're hearing it here first. Best idea of all time at the after the credits of our podcast. <laughs> that was the post-credit scene. <laughs> yep. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening. We're starting 1997 next. Find the issues in the show notes. Charlotte will be there with another amazing idea, I bet. We'll see you next year. <laughs> see you next see year. See you next year. Oh, I can't wait to see the okay. record right now. That was, that's such a good idea. <laughs>